You're listening to the Bleeding Blue and White Podcast, your weekly dose of all things Toronto Maple Leafs. And now, your hosts, Jack, Nick, and Corey. Hey, welcome back to another edition of the Bleeding Blue and White Podcast. I guess this is technically our first off-season show, because last week we did talk about the tail end of the NHL Finals. Way to go, Avs. So this is this is excellent time to really get into the uh, the summer. Um, before I do the introductions, including myself, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs tweeted today. I'm going to screw up this tweet. See you guys in 93 days, something like 98. that. Or 98, 98 days. So they're excited already for the season. And I'm like here, whoop. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. We gotta talk about the draft. We got free agency. We got camp. There's a ton of stuff that's gonna happen in between. So with that being said, hi everyone. I'm Corey, one of your folks tonight. And I'm happy to have the entire panel back right at the beginning of the show. That's a dig to you, uh, young man. Um, happy to have representing all of Canada, Turk Rhoda coming to the chat. It's really cool. Which is really our dad, Jack's grandfather, Pete. How are you doing, Pete? Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Folks now, now at home that we do record at night because of the good evenings. I love it. Um, really come into the chat plain, plain like the way he eats his bagels. My brother from the same mother, Nick. Hello, Nick. How's it going this evening? It's going well this morning. And last but not least, he was late last time. He was uh, put in the penalty box for two minutes for his lateness. Come to the chat, Kyle Dubas, or the first time you ever heard him say his name, and he probably said this way for about a year, Kyle Dubas. It's Jack. Hi, Jack. How are we doing, guys? I love that. I'll never forget Dubas. Like, he was some sort of, like... You know, um, uppity 1920s socialite New York City. Yes, you know, Kyle Dubas, please. So anyway, um, <laughs> we are here. We're excited about a discussion. Mm-hmm. Not so deep into the draft, even though that does start tomorrow. More excited about possible trades that happen. And then we're going to dive into free agency. Our picks, our hopes, our guesses on where some of these top free agents are going to go. And then what I'm really excited about, and I don't know who it's going to be, is next week I just get to be a guest. One (laughs) of these gentlemen is going to host the show, take over the reins. The ratings are going to go through the roof. I am going to be canned, and I'm going to have to start my own podcast on the Toronto Marlies. That's okay. I don't have a problem with that. It's fine. It's fine. So anyway, gents, um, we do have some news and notes to talk about, but let's let's dive in. We have been providing a verbal love letter to the Tampa Bay Lightning the last few weeks. Despite them losing in the finals, mm-hmm. we have really kind of uh, given them a lot of love for how they've managed this team, how they've managed the cap, how they've bended the rules with the cap, and all I can think of is Nick is the is the the gift man. The GIF master, whatever you want to say in our in our chats. He did not use this particular one I'm about to say this okay. time, but he uses it a lot. We hear that we know that the Tampa Bay Lightning 
are in some cap trouble. We hear this yeah. every year. Oh, what are they going to do? They're going to lose this guy. They're going to lose that guy. Now, fair enough. They lost three. They lost a third line last year. Sure. But now it's like they're going to lose Palat. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose uh, uh, Nick Paul. He's going to go somewhere. He's going to get paid. And somehow, and I mm-hmm. want your reactions to this, guys. Somehow they talk Ryan McDonough into waiving his no-trade clause. Hey, Ryan, you've been to three straight Stanley Cups. You have won two. No state tax here. Yes, I know Tennessee is the same way. You love it here. We love you. Would you go somewhere else, please? Uh-huh. And he just goes, sure. Go ahead and trade me. Four more years on his deal. Four more years on his deal. 6.75 a year. He is now in Nashville. And here's the gif that Nick uses all the time. It's from Breaking Bad. Yep. <laughs> and what is it? How does he keep getting away with this? It's something like he that. He keeps right? getting away with these things, yeah. <laughs> So yep. I'm sitting here going, honestly, like the 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 GM, the coaching staff, the president, they must have blackmail material on, on every player because they control them. They're the puppet masters. You know, Stamkos, you, you want to check out free agency? Go ahead. The Leafs were going to give you $11 million a year. Come back for eight or whatever he makes. Yeah, okay, I got you. I'm coming back. So I'm going to stop because, again, this feels like my weekly rant. When you saw the news that McDonough got traded, I think I already know Nick's reaction, but what was your thought with running this league again, even though they didn't win the cup? Nick, you're you're smirking here. I mean, like, so that's the most annoying thing, I think, of – 80% 80% of NHL GMs. I mean, they're all recycled guys for the most part. Um, there's always someone that, that thinks, you know what? You know what this team needs? A guy that's been through it, that's got a cup and blah, blah, blah. And they don't ever really take into account Ryan McDonough has never been an offensive force. But he's always had really, really good numbers. He's a great defender. <clears throat> Sounds familiar? Jake Muzzin. Oh, McDonough's had some injury concerns lately. You know what though? You know, when we get him in the playoffs, he'll be fine. I know, I know McDonough played through a, a mangled finger as they said it, but the dude's 33. The Lightning somehow were like, you know what? Uh, we saw some early signs of decline. How are we going to get out of four years? Let's just call up some random, random, you know, GM who's been in, you know, with the Nashville Predators for, I think, 25 years. He's been there entire time. But the crazy thing is, it was a bidding war. It was Columbus. It was, uh, Nashville. And I forget the third team. And I think obviously, um, Tampa was trying to be as as respectful to Ryan McDonough as they could, and they say, "Where do you prefer to go?" But they literally just got like a get out of jail free card, and it's like, why do why do these cap strapped teams, Toronto included, uh, keep getting to get you know pull out the 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 rug? You know, oh, there's no cap issues. There's, like, look at Vegas every single year. <laughs> I mean, like, how do they keep getting away with it? Um, and I'm not, I'm not blaming them because I know, I know every team, uh, does some, I don't want to say shady stuff, but just does some shenanigan, shenaniganery. But like, why would you help out the team that won two cups in a row and went to a third 
Cup final. Like, why would I know they're in a different conference? But this dude is thirty three years old, has had injury history problems, and you have him signed for four more years. Like to me, that goes yeah. Kyle Dubas or Dubas, as as our our young uh, <laughs> co host would wow. would say. Yes. Jake Muzzin, five point six, two more years. Find somewhere else. He's going to no trade clause. Okay. Why can't we do that? Why, 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 what's the big deal? Well, and, and I want the other two to jump in here, but I, I want I to make I one point to that. No, 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 no. I, this is, this is the, the point you're making here is what I don't understand is every time we hear about Tampa moving money out, um, they get what they want out of it. I am still shocked. Now he's, he's mm-hmm. become an even better player in, in Vancouver. When you knew how cash strapped they were, and they had to move J.T. Miller. I'm mm-hmm. like, don't they have to sweeten that deal because you know you're in, in, in back into a corner? They got a first round pick out of it. Now, yep. Ben, that's a good deal for both teams that worked out. Sure. But like, my question to you guys is: Is it why is it always the Leafs have to sweeten a deal to get rid of a player and, and send picks? Why wasn't why wasn't a first rounder thrown in if they have any to move McDonough? Like, that's high money, four years left, he's an older player, and Nashville's like, well, take him for whatever. No, just mm-hmm. send him our way. Like, why is it, again, it goes back to that, Jeff. Jack, what was your reaction to it? I think you had a few choice words, uh, maybe <laughs> the, along the same lines as Nick, but what were your thoughts? Well, um, I also, I, I was less of a fan of the Nick Paul contract than I was, um, you know, the McDonough move, because... Um, Nick Paul, you rarely see a seven-year deal for $3.75 million. I mean, I don't, you just, you don't see that very often. And as much as he was the leaf killer in game seven and stuff, you just hated to see it because I honestly believe he could have gotten a little bit more on the open market because people could have saw his playoff performance and how he was on a, depleted Ottawa team and been like, you know, we could get, I I thought he could get four, maybe five tops, but. Wait, you're talking Ilya Mikheyev money right now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Jack, not to, not to rub it in more, but it's not 3.7, it's 3.15. Oh, even better. He's making less than Alexander Kerfoot. Yeah, even better. I mean, like, and, and that's the thing that, that's the, they can't keep getting away with this gift because it's like, how does one team, like, how do you sign a player to a contract like that with that much term? I don't understand. But with McDonough, it's like, yeah, but you know, I always send this meme Sometimes I always, I send the meme when, you know, the media is going crazy over the Leafs. And it's just, it's always about the Leafs. It really yeah. is. Everything. Everything is about the Leafs. You know, we can't, you, you know, we can't clear cap space and we don't want to do a deal with you because you're the Leafs. We are the most hated fan base because you're the Leafs. Like, it's just, the Leafs can't win anything. I mean, physically <laughs> and mentally and emotionally and money-wise, they just don't win. And unfortunately, you have to say that, but, you know, I haven't seen a a move that Dubas has made that is like, 
really winning and really using what Tampa has done to our advantage, you know? Uh, we'll see. Maybe Dubas has, has got something good going on. Uh, Pete, your thoughts. You saw McDonough move. I mean, you know, Tampa being Tampa, doing their thing. Is this, you know, are, are there going to be other teams in the NHL that are going to be able to play the same game? Or is just Tampa in a, a league of their own when it comes to this? Well, I don't know if they're in a league of their own, but uh, obviously to me, uh, Nashville did Tampa a big favor, and uh, maybe they're going to get something back in return, uh, maybe at the draft, I'm not sure. Yeah, that that could be. There could be, uh, you know, some quiet rumblings, hey, we'll scratch your back, yeah. you're going to scratch ours well, down the road. Well, like, like you were alluding to, some general managers are happy with talking to just certain groups, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stay like you say. Stay away from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- that's Talk a, to everybody that's, else. That's a great point that you Are, made because um, Alan Walsh <clears throat> has a has a podcast with uh, Adam Wild. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but he's actually uh, confirmed it. And I know Alan Walsh talks a lot, but mm-hmm. he's talked to every single general manager there is um, to date. He has to. He's got clients, you know, on, on every team almost. He said in one of those podcasts that some GMs, they don't call everyone. They don't talk to right. each other. Some right. GMs only talk to five or six other GMs, and that's it. And so that's, like, mind-boggling. And it, it, it's just, to me, it's like, okay, you have 31 other teams that you could talk to, or general managers, whatever. But if you don't like you know, uh, Don Sweeney in Boston, mm-hmm. you're never going to make a deal. Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. So, well, like, but also, like, you have to remember that a lot of times teams don't want to, especially if it's a good player or good picks and prospects, they don't want to deal in their own division. So sometimes that sure. could be a fact, that could be it's a factor where. It's dumb. No, I, but it's dumb. I, I get it, but. You know, well, like that was, I think that was part of what, what held up that Eric Carlson deal for a while. Cause I think there were some teams in the East that had better packages. Yeah. And, and I don't know if it was Dorian at the time or whoever was just so worried that he would come back to haunt them. You know, at the end of the day, you should be going after the best deal. And yeah. if you win the deal, your players and picks or whatever, will help you beat that team that your your former player goes to. And as Lee fans, it doesn't matter where you go because once you're traded or you sign somewhere else, you will score the game-winning goal against the Leafs. Yeah. It, it just happens. You will get the shutout when you play the Leafs. <laughs> so. it, just, it just makes no sense to me because you look at – I know this is a completely different sport, but look at, look, just look at the NBA. Like uh, The NBA's offseason is just absolutely yeah. silly crazy but like kevin durant's list of teams that he could be traded to according to all the betting sites and all that stuff is like 15 teams long like it's not like oh well only teams in the you know the western conference because brooklyn's in the east and they don't want it no they're just looking for the best package they can get for durant because he doesn't want to play that not to to jump sports but like the ben simmons for james harden they were both in the east heck they're in the same division yeah. They don't care. You're trying to acquire the best talent. And if I am, you know, not that this would ever happen, but if McDonough becomes available, 
and Montreal says we'll give you our, our two second round picks for him and whatever. You wouldn't just you shouldn't automatically just go no no I'll take some scraps out west because I don't yeah. want to burn us I don't want him to be back in the division who cares mm-hmm. you know it's not like you're trading Austin Matthews to Buffalo uh, or Connor McDavid to Calgary where they're going to play six times and there maybe that's the reason why you'll never get to the Cup final mm-hmm. because that superstar but everybody else it's just like come on give me a break so. Anyway, but, we've had a couple rats today. No, but that was that's a that's right, a great point that like these these stupid hockey guys, hockey men, only deal with their buddies, and it's like, yeah, really? Like, what? How are you going to improve your team? Like, I just don't, I don't understand it. Like, it's just, it's so, it's so, it's so, I, I don't want to say outdated. Like, yeah. okay. What? Why are you still thinking 1975, 1980s when it's 2022 and there's 32 teams and there's a salary cap? Like, think. Yeah. Like, I don't. And know. I wonder if you know we talk about the Toronto and you know the bias or whatever, and we got to sweeten the deal. I wonder if some of that comes down to personality and whether the the management is a mark or not. Like you guys mm-hmm. remember Jack, maybe not so much. The John Ferguson Jr. days. And everybody was calling JFJ to make a deal because everybody was winning the deal when you made a trade with him, right? And he kind of got that, you know, as a young GM, he kind of got that, um, uh, you know, we're, it was word on the street. Hey, call Toronto about a deal. You're, you're going to win it, right? And it's sort of like Brisebois. Uh, is it Breeze? It's Breeze Ball, right? In, down in Tampa? Yeah, Julian Breeze Ball. Yeah. yeah, Julian. It's like, if he's calling, don't pick up. Because <laughs> he's going to win the deal, right? There's some guys like that. And I think Toronto had that. And then when Toronto had Burke, it was almost the opposite. If you call mm-hmm. him, you're going to think you're going to win the deal. He's going to probably win this deal. There's a few he lost. And I, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack, Ray yeah. But I wonder <laughs> if two things go into it with Dubas right now. He, even though he's labeled this way, he is the analytical guy, even though he, he's clearly not. You see a lot of his moves, and they're, some of them are very traditional hockey moves. But mm-hmm. maybe it's – I don't want to – two reasons. I don't want to deal with this guy because, one, he's going to mind trick me, and he's going to win the deal because he's, he's super – he wears glasses. But the other one I wonder with the with the markets is – if you get fleeced in a deal with Toronto, and we've gone over the Dubas run, mm-hmm. it hasn't been great. And I know Jack likes some of those. His overall record, it's not wonderful. So he's kind of like a hit or miss, right, on some of these deals. But I wonder if you engage Toronto in a deal and they win it, in that market, does it make you as a GM, wherever you're trading from, look like an idiot? You know, maybe you can get away with a tiny deal with Minnesota, and it's not a huge deal, or Dallas, and it's not a huge deal. But Toronto, holy cow! Because that's the way it worked in reverse. Going back to Burke, when he tra- when he when he traded for Kessel, right? Mm-hmm. That blew up in in Toronto's face because it was uh, it ended up being Sagan and who's the Dougie. second? Oh, Dougie Hamilton, right? So, so I wonder if there's still like a little bit of like. A, I want to deal with certain markets because it can make me look bad if I don't do it right. Right. Who knows? Okay. 
let's and we'll, we'll do some more news and notes towards the end. We just kind of went ahead and hit our Tampa quota for the day. Uh, <laughs> so here's we're gonna fun, do a little fun segment. We're all gonna go around the room. I have pulled up, and the, and the, the team here does not know um, this, but I, I've gone to the hockeywriters.com looking at the what they are look they're calling the top ten free agents of. 2022, which is coming up on the 13th. I'm just going to go around the room. You don't have to give me huge reasons why. You can kind of gut feeling it, you know, whatever you want to do. But I'm going to name the player. You're going to tell me, re-sign. Okay, cool. You don't have to give me numbers. Or, no, I got a hunch. I have a feeling he's going to end up here. And then you guys can say him. Okay? So we're going to start with number 10. Uh, just won a Stanley Cup in net. For the abs, Darcy Kemper. Nick, is he re-signing or going elsewhere? Nah, he's staying. He's staying. He's staying. Okay, Jack? Re-signing. Re-signing. And Pete? Re-signing. Hey, got a good thing going. You're the defending champs. They're going to make it happen. I, I agree. I don't, I think, I think if maybe they got to the conference finals and lost, um, maybe he would be looking for a new home, but Right. Uh, everything takes sweeter out of that Stanley Cup, so maybe it takes a little bit of a hit and sticks around. Okay, this one might be a layup for everybody, too. David Perron, 34 years old, had 27 goals, 30 assists this year in 67 games. Nick, stay or go? Where, where's How old is he again? 34. He's in St. Louis. He'll sign with uh, the Kings. The Kings! Okay. Jack? I've never seen anybody as happy to play in St. Louis as David Perron, so I don't think he leaves. I think he resigns with St. Louis. All right. Pete? St. Louis. St. Louis, yes. Now, I I don't have it in front of me, but Perron, if my memory serves me, and there's just too many uh, transactions to go through, didn't he start in St. Louis Went somewhere else and ended up being back in St. Louis. I think. I, I think he's bounced around like three a couple or four of times. But, but yes, yeah, yeah, so St. Louis. You're this is not his first tour, right? Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Number seven, Claude Giroux, late acquisition by the Florida Panthers. He's thirty-four, twenty-one goals, forty-four uh, assists um in 75 games his previous cap hit 8275 nick so he wants to stay in the east he's yeah. building a home in ottawa okay uh he loves it in florida toronto it is no no but he <laughs> wants to win yeah so i'm going to throw out a name that nobody wants to hear i think uh, i think he signs in boston yeah okay Okay. Uh, it, no, I guess I, I'll put the precursor if they can keep uh, David Pasternak happy. I, I think I I think he signs in Boston. Okay, uh, Nick or not Nick Jack? Sorry, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Ottawa. Ottawa. Okay. Yep. There's some inclination that, you know, like you say, he's building that just home. because it's just because I think he gets a little bit more money with Ottawa too, because they know that they're not ready to win a Stanley Cup, or at least they. Should know that. So he's inter- He's not interested in winning the Stanley Cup in this lifetime. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> and Pete. 
Uh, I believe he wants to win a Stanley Cup, and I think he's going to sign with Florida. Okay. Yeah. okay. They're going to be a contender. So So he doesn't want to win a Stanley Cup in this life. <laughs> he just wants to win a first I'm going to throw out a weird one. You know I'm not connected to anything. I just like throwing darts at the wall. I think he takes uh, quite a shave on his um, salaries, made a lot of money. I think he ends up with the Rangers. Oh, that would <laughs> that would just all right make me mad. Nishushkin, Nishushkin. I can never say his name. Nishushkin. Right. Yes, uh, uh, bruised up, broken feet, and everything. Um, twenty-five goals, twenty-seven assists, fifty-two points. Heck of a run uh, in the in the postseason. Nick, where's he going? He's staying. He's going. He's no, going. He's going. 